On Radio Gardening, we like to talk about all the different subjects linked to gardening. And a lot of the time, Steve Bradley, of course, from the Sun newspaper, and myself discuss what is the best way to get rid of pests and diseases. And so often, Steve, people go down a sort of one track, don't they? They're either all using something chemical or they all want to be organic. But really, is that the right way? No, I think the people who got that approach want to be sacked, in my <laughs> well, biased opinion. fair enough. No, the thing is that, you know, I mean, I know there's a lot of controversy at times about whether people should be organic or not, or whether they care about the environment, um, whether or not they're going to use peat. And it gets me really irritated at times because the people that have trained as professional horticulturists like we have, you can't say they don't care about the environment because what do they think we grow plants for? All right, we grow them to sell, but, you know, we know that plants, you know, they absorb carbon dioxide. They create a better atmosphere for us to live in. And They create yeah, food that yeah, we Yeah, exactly, you know, and when people flowers say... Flowers to enjoy. You, you don't care about the environment. It's no, such, we do. It, it's such a, a blinkered attitude. And I think where so many people go wrong is that... They've got the blinkers on in terms of, you know, I see our job, mine, yours, anybody else that works in radio or TV for that matter or books, um, any, any gardening media, um, unless they are actually writing for an organic magazine or doing a solely organic programme, I think they should have the remit where they've got to cover both. You know, the thing is, I'm not particularly organic. I wouldn't start myself as organic. But when I'm doing a radio show and somebody says, well, how can I get rid of aphids? Well, I can recommend something like Spray Day from Bayer, which will last for four weeks. But I can also recommend something like um, Savona, which is um, a soap that covers the insect skin and so they die of suffocation. I can also recommend different biological controls. But it's not for me to preach, it's for people to decide which particular route they want to go down. I mean, at home, I don't grow many veg, I don't grow much fruit, but what I do, if I spray it with, if you like, a chemical, it's as a last resort. I'll have tried yeah. other things first. And so often, Steve, in all seriousness, some of the pests that we actually struggle with today, you possibly would struggle to get rid of without using a chemical. Yeah, I mean... You, know, you say it's last resort, and I appreciate that. We, we might pick insects yeah. off. Because, let's face it, if you walk down the garden you see an insect, you pick it, you yeah. get rid of it, crush it. You tread on snails if they're chewing your hostas. Yeah. We do all those sort of things as gardeners naturally, don't we? Mm. But you might have an infestation that you just can't clear. Yeah, but, but also the thing is that it's when you're looking at... I mean, it's all right to be idealistic about these things, but it's totally impractical at times. You know, I mean... I see these guys that are on TV and they say, well, I will only pick things off, I won't use chemicals. What they don't tell you about is the fact that they've got two gardeners hiding out of the camera's view that go and do all that for them afterwards. You know, and it's one of those things where um, it's all right talking about your situation, but what about the person that's asking the question? If they've got a job and they're out all day, they can't go around picking off lily beetles or aphids or whatever, or picking up slugs. I mean, get real about these things. They probably don't even have time to water properly. And, you know, you, you just think, well, you know, there's somebody there that, if, it, if you boil it down at the end of the day, they are not doing their job. And 
quite often a lot of the things that are recommended, especially if you want to go down the organic route, there's no registration for them. There's no, there's no legislation at all. You know, I mean, we, we all talk about, well, if you're going to kill slugs, you can put salt, put salt on them. It's or not you, very friendly. Or but you can use work. beer traps, this sort of thing. You show me a can of beer that says on there, this is good for catching slugs. <laughs> or the packet of salt that says, well, this is good for killing slugs. You know, but as soon as you talk about chemicals, well, it's got to be approved for this, this and this and undergo all these but, tests. But if you look at it, you're quite right, because you've just mentioned, let's stay on slugs for just a moment, because what you've said there is there's two things that are people use for slugs but are not actually uh, in theory registered for killing slugs however a slug pellet that you might buy in a container or a liquid slug killer are two methods that you get rid of slugs but they are registered they yeah. have been tested they are safe aren't yeah. they Steve yeah well they've you know I mean apparently for a new chemical to be brought onto the market it can take anything up to 25 years and it can cost something in the region of 20 million pounds to develop a chemical now when you've invested all of that amount of money you're and that amount of time and resources you're not going to get something that doesn't work and the amount of testing that they have to go through um, rather than if you like some of the so they work but some of what I would call the old wives' tales, um, you know, you just think, well, which one is the safest of the two? And it's, you know, I mean, I know there's a problem now where they're talking about um, apparently some chemicals, some pesticides might affect a bee's homing instinct so that it can't go back to the hive or they're weakened in some way or they're weak in the immune system. And I think what people tend to forget is that over the past, what, 25 years? The vast majority of chemicals that we used to use have been withdrawn because their licenses have run out, but bees are still in decline. Now, if we're using less chemicals and less quantities of chemical, you can't really blame pesticides for the decline in bees. I must admit, I don't know what it is, but it's dead easy to say, oh, you're spraying, you're killing bees. They've well, got a mite, haven't they? Exactly. Is, 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 you, you know, know there's, there's this varroa mite that they get, yeah, which gets into hives which, and all the which rest of it. recently they're getting somewhere with because they've actually, in labs, actually identified which mite it is mm -hmm. now. So we have a future, uh, again, people working in laboratories trying to find out reasons to improve things, as they are with garden mm -hmm. pesticides and everything. But there we have people working to improve the bees' life and therefore get, hopefully, bees on the increase again. Yep. It's going to take years, isn't it? But yeah. we will get there. There's also, you think of the development on nematodes over the last few years, Steve, and they are totally an organic method, which you and I would use. They're for slugs, you can get them for vine weaver. I mean, really, that's been expanded no end. Yeah, it? Um, you know, the thing is biological control has come along in leaps and bounds, and if you look at it, a, a different slant on it, I mean, when you think, you know, when, when we trained... Um, it was things like, oh, well, you've planted a rose bush there. If you want to dig it out, you can't plant another rose bush. But now with these yep. mycorrhizal preparations, you know, they can plant complete orchards of apple trees where there's been orchards growing the year before, this sort of thing, which couldn't, you could never do before without sterilising the soil with obnoxious chemicals. So we actually have improved the way yeah. we garden beyond all recognition. But the trouble is the fanatics... Whatever you do for them is never, ever enough. They always want that next stage. 